Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by, and it's pretty cool too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and I'm excited. I've got a couple of uh, guests with me this week, a couple of my friends. This is Jimmy and Ethan. Could you guys introduce yourselves? Hey, everybody. I'm Jimmy Thorpe. I'm the worship pastor at The River. My family and I, we've been there for at least 13 years. I've been on staff, and uh, my wife Kim and I have two children, Ruthie and Joa, and I'm really thankful to be here today. Yeah, and I'm Ethan Bohannon. I'm the creative arts pastor at The River. Uh, My wife, Emily, and I, we've been at The River uh, for a little over three years now. Uh, We've got a son, Ezra, and um, we we love it there and love what the church is doing. And uh, we're really excited uh, about this this Bible in a year Mm -hmm. reading that we're doing and and this podcast and what this is going to look like. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see um, just how God can use this in our lives. And uh, at this point, we're just a couple of days in. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, if you started with us on January 1st, uh, we have read to this point Genesis 1 through 5, which I think definitely the, the first three chapters of Genesis and really through Genesis 12, those chapters are so key to really understanding the rest of what's to come yeah. Yeah. throughout the entirety of yeah. Scripture. And so, thanks for jumping in with this. Yeah. It's cool. Those first five chapters cover a lot. They do. Yeah, they, really they do. do. We've got creation, mm-hmm. uh, which is a big deal. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it, a it talks about our beginnings. It raises all kinds of questions about, uh, or, or answers a mm-hmm. lot of our questions of uh, where are we coming from, uh, what's even our purpose here, how does God interact with us. And then in Genesis 3, we see kind of where it goes awry a bit, yeah? And then uh, Genesis 4, we just keep seeing uh, just results of just what brokenness uh, as we try to live apart from God, as we try to live our own way, really, instead of trusting God for His way. So each week, what uh, we want to do with our friends that come by is, and you guys are first, so we're going to ask the question... uh, Ethan, we'll start with you. How about that? Yeah. Ethan, in this section that we've read up to this point, what are some things that have jumped off the page to you? Well, you know, I've I've read this quite a few times, you know, and heard the creation story and read it. And uh, it, this time when I was reading through it, it was really interesting the... Uh, the way this Bible is laid out is there's these commentaries that are throughout it too and little devotions and snippets and... Uh, I was reading in, um, I believe it was chapter four, uh, where it was talking about, it was going into the uh, chronological um, list there, and a lot of times for me, I, I, I kind of skim through some of yeah. that, because I'm just like... Oh, it's, it's almost easy to tune it out. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly you know. Who and, they are, right. yeah. and so, uh, but something that the the guy that wrote that commentary in there mentioned was the age. And we know that they lived, you know, a lot longer than today. And like Adam, if I'm not mistaken, lived to be 930, um, something like that. And That's a long time. uh, Yeah, yeah, that's a long time. But something that they brought up was that, you know, he probably sat with a lot of the patriarchs, like I mentioned, like Lamech, Noah's father, and probably sat with him and they were would ask like, what was it like to walk with God? What? 
what was it like to to see God's mercy and how Adam could explain like, yeah, we messed up, but look how gracious God is. And yeah. I just never thought about that before. And like the the age that they were, they were able to impact and tell these stories of what God has done for almost a millennia. Yeah, generation on generation. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. It just stuck out to me That's how incredible that is. Yeah, can you imagine some of those campfire stories? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I can, I can just see them <laughs> like sitting around the fire, and you've got all these people around the, and these families. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. and like, Father Adam, you know, yeah. <laughs> what was it like with the first time you oh, you just woke up and and it was you and God? <laughs> yeah. Were you really made of dirt? <laughs> Do you have a belly button? Right. <laughs> yeah. Show us. No, show us again. <laughs> if, if it's like my kids, those are the questions. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jimmy, what about you? What are some things that are that are jumping out to you this week? I, I had a, a couple thoughts on each chapter, um, but in the beginning, something that that always stands out when I read it is verse one through verse three. It talks about uh, in the beginning, God. In, in verse 2, it talks about the Spirit of God hovered over the water. And in verse 3, the Lord sa- says, speaks with his own voice, the Word of God, and he says, let there be light. And we know that Jesus is the Word, and he is the light of the actual world. Yeah. No. And so we see the Trinity present in the first three verses of the Bible, and it gives me chills to think about mm-hmm. every time I think about it. It's like it's just right there, as obvious as can be, and I remember realizing that for the first time, and it's just so moving that no. the Lord shows himself in triune unity at the very beginning, and we see the parallels as we are going to walk through, I'm sure, about the garden and the importance of the tree of life no. and how there was intimacy with God, mm-hmm. and then through sin, uh, sin brought shame and distance from God, uh, but through Jesus, you know, spoiler alert, we have the the reunion with God again, where yeah. God has made uh, what was broken now is now fixed, and and He's brought us back to knowledge of Him through His Son Jesus. Yeah, it's just powerful. I think something that's that's cool to do: read Genesis chapter one, and then go and read John chapter one. Mm, yeah, which it starts with this very similar <laughs> language. Yeah. You know, John one starts out: "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God." And then later down, I think it's around verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh. Mm-hmm. And we see just the presence of God through creation, in creation, and was always the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Yeah. That's so cool. Love it. Yeah. You mentioned, were there some other things that, that jumped out to you too? Yeah. I mean, just going down um, as we did the the Bible reading, you know, the the garden is a beautiful picture of God's uh, loving kindness towards us. You know, it was such a lush place of beauty, I presume. And But I, I was thinking as I read it afresh this time, it was talking about the world and how God made the land sprout up and all the fish of the sea and the animals of the air and of the land. And he was talking about how, um, and we learn as we get to the flood um, story, that you know it didn't rain on the earth it's just there was natural springs that yeah. kept everything fresh and beautiful so i imagine the world was pretty amazing oh yeah, yeah. like just or just the regular old world <laughs> you know there's no sin there's no strife 
the, the Adam's literally like engaging with animals directly. So they're probably not trying to kill him. Yeah. yeah. He's not having to toil for anything. So like the, the, the world is legit as they say, right. but then God says, I love you so much. I'm going to bring you into this garden mm-hmm. uh, uh, of, of beauty and intimacy and wonder, even greater things than what you would experience just on your own. And I, I think there's something there that, that the Lord loves us enough to uh, call us into not only relationship, but in an in intimacy. And, and when we, we gain that access and we find that intimacy, we get the fruit of it. We get to, to, to see the wonders and the beauty of, of who God is. Yeah. And, and how sad is it when they have to leave that place? Right. And, and from the beginning, it's an invitation, right? It's an invitation to, to as you mentioned, walk in intimacy with him, yeah. but also it's an invitation to be a part of his world. Mm-hmm. And, and he, ga- he, he, he gave him monk. a job to do. Yeah, like, and he was amongst them as work well. Work yeah. and rule and, and reign mm-hmm. here. And I just see, even from the beginning, just how important relationship is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That that relationship with with God. And then we're created, then he saw you know, he saw Adam, he says it's not good for man to be alone and mm-hmm. and creates woman out of that and and creates them really for perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. And and can you imagine a relationship? Both you guys are married, I'm married, you know, can you imagine a relationship with your wife that is without pretense, it's without um, frustration, it's without um, our own selfishness working in there, just what that would be like. Yeah. yeah. And we catch glimpses of it now, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. And, and I think that's, um, I think that's something that, that really sticks out to me, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, it says that now we see in a mirror dimly, but before they followed their own way, they saw in full. No, in yeah. full. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the um in chapter three and verse four, it the 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 sin in the garden, you know, I think the the twist of fate is that it wasn't that Eve was best I could understand it, wasn't that she was trying to be uh, I'm gonna be selfish now. I'm gonna do this wicked thing. Uh, but the lies that she bought was the serpent said that you will be like mm-hmm. God. And I think if you tunnel down a lot of the stuff we struggle with, it's trying to have the Lord's authority in your own life, mm. you know, with whatever it is. And and it's not that you intend to be a God yourself, but you want to be set apart as God, making your own rules, your own sure. decisions. Yeah. And the thing they apparently miss, right? I mean, the serpent said, "Hey, you'll you'll be like." He knows that you'll be like God. Yeah, but they were already like God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in I think it's one twenty-seven. Yeah, so God created human beings in His own image, and yeah. the image of God He created them. That's a great point. Yeah. Male and female, He created them. He bore their image. He gave them authority over every yeah. beast yeah. and fowl and fish. Right, fowl and fish. Those two different things. Birds and yeah, birds and those are two. Different. That works. <laughs> Just making sure it works. Got that. But he made him the boss of the world. Yeah, essentially. No. Yeah, but somehow, that wasn't good enough. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. Ugh. 
I just don't, it makes me uncomfortable because it's like, oh man, I'm like that. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. I yeah. wish I wasn't, but yeah, yeah, that's the because, sin. like we said, we get those glimpses of yeah of yeah. beauty in the way that God intended it to be, but yet we will still choose to walk in our own way. And then we see. Uh, I thought it was really interesting, you know, how this Bible's laid out is where it's each section's kind of got a little name there beside of like you know what it is and. Uh, I just thought it was interesting how as soon as that happened, as soon as she ate that fruit, the next section is blame. Mm-hmm. And so what do they do right yeah. after that? Oh, well, she told uh, me to. Well, he told me to. And yeah. it's immediately to this, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. And they start blaming. They you completely know? pass the blame, right? Oh, yeah. 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 And we do that, though, right? I don't oh, know yeah. if you remember when you were a kid. Oh, totally. You know, if you yeah. got in trouble, what would you try to do? Oh, well, it's... It's his fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's what it says. Ethan told me to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And it says sin produces blame is the name mm, of that. Yeah. You know, so immediately as sin is entered in, we go to blame. Yeah. No. Yeah. And also shame. It's yeah. like the previous chapter says they were naked and, and had no shame. Mm-hmm. And then they committed the sin and they're like, oops, we're naked. Yeah. We better cover up. Yeah. And he was like, who told you you were naked? Like they immediately were shamed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a me thing or an everybody thing, but boy, that has such a strong stronghold. Yeah. When when I'm involved in something I shouldn't, and I know I shouldn't, or I've made a mistake, that sense of shame is so profound. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to know that there's restoration close at hand to be found in Jesus, and you don't have to live in that shame forever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want us to leave this section because I think it's so transformative without acknowledging that in Genesis 3, as God begins to lay out all of these consequences uh, for them not trusting His Word, but trusting the Word of the enemy, trusting their own way, uh, He was still going to make a way. Mm -hmm. And He talked about that there would be one who was coming, Mm -hmm. an offspring of the woman, who would crush the head Mm -hmm. of Satan. And theologians, they call that the, the... Proto-Evangelion, it's the first gospel, (laughs) the first good news, uh, that from the beginning, God's going to set everything right. What what was that word again? (laughs) I probably won't get it right this time. (laughs) Proto-Evangelion. God bless you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But it's the the first good news. The first good news that even from our first rebellion, God's going to make a way to restore, to redeem, to make all things right. Mm -hmm. As we do this podcast some weeks, maybe each week, uh, we're going to gravitate towards a word. After all, it it is called the the word this week. So if you guys, and thinking through Genesis 1 through 5, what we've read to this point, um, if you could say, man, this kind of boils down to one word, what one word might you say? The word that leaps out to me is choice mm. or decision. This idea of we have the the Lord made us with the ability to choose, and we can choose ourselves or we can choose Him. Yeah. And there's consequences and blessing, you know, found in both. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think for me, uh, it's actually the one we were talking about beforehand. That word relationship, and uh, just to see. Kind of like what you were talking about, Jimmy, there at the beginning. It's like mm-hmm. even from verse 1, 2, and 3, you've got the Trinity, mm-hmm. and you've got God 
wanting this relationship with man. And even though they messed up and even though they were banished from the garden, God still desires that relationship. He wants us to have that relationship mm-hmm. with him. And uh, it's just woven throughout scripture, you know, that that whole idea that God wants us. Yeah. I just think that's so, I don't know, it just almost brings me to tears every time that God, God wants us mm-hmm. because I know what I've done, yeah. you know, and, and we see what, uh, not just Adam and Eve, but like, what throughout the Bible people do and how they sin against God. And I know me, when if that kind of stuff happened to me, I just dismiss people. Okay, you know, enough. But God never stops wanting that relationship with us, yeah. and, and I love that. Yeah. yeah. And as I was thinking through it, I think relationship was one of the things that, that jumped out to me. One, it started that God was in perfect relationship with himself. Uh, we mentioned earlier that we we see the presence of of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit in creation. He was he was sufficient in himself, but but out of his love, the the love mm-hmm. that 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 flowed through the the Trinity came creation. Yeah. And out of that love it came love and relationship with with human, with humanity, with mm-hmm. us. And so we were created in that perfect relationship with him, with each other. And and really with his creation, with his earth, with with all the things that he made, and then our brokenness broke. <laughs> our brokenness broke. I guess I could say mm-hmm. that. Our brokenness broke that relationship. Mm-hmm. Our our desire to to follow our own way. We see all of those relationships broken, and really we see then the rest of Scripture. Then how does God deal with our brokenness? Yeah. yeah. And and what is He inviting us into? out of that and back into relationship with him yeah you know hey before we kind of bring this first episode to a conclusion uh is there anything else that just stuck out to you guys or one thing we'd love to just point out before we go i I just wanted to point out in chapter five we read that enoch never died and that's always a story i loved as a child yeah it's always fascinated me yeah Yeah. and then uh, elijah we will we'll learn about elijah later and how he also was called up in a chariot of fire, yeah. which is like yeah. the most awesomest way <laughs> to get called up. <laughs> um, but I, I, I wanted to make mention of that because we're in the very first chapters of the Bible and we begin to see the plan of salvation mm. that God has for all of us. And in Enoch, the best I understand, he is a representation of the rapture. We see that in the first five chapters of the Bible that it just basically says, and I wish we were talking earlier, we wish there was more about Enoch, but he was a man that walked closely with the Lord and the Lord called him up and he never died. And I love that, that that if we walk closely and keep intimacy with God and we see that through the the atonement that that Christ fulfilled on the cross for us and and we put our faith and and love and, and trust in the person of Jesus that we too can be like Enoch and be like Elijah. And, and, and yes, we may physically die, but we will live on yeah. through the mercy and grace that Jesus gives us. And I just love how that's outlined in the very beginning. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and we're going to discover as we read the Bible together that there, there is a narrative thread and there is a story and it points to Jesus. And we want to find ways to illuminate that each and every week to you as we read the word together. Yeah, absolutely. And I would love just to read this little verse where it talks about Enoch. It says, Enoch lived 
365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. <laughs> that's so cool. But he walked in close fellowship mm-hmm. with God. And that's the invitation to us. Yeah. That's the invitation Jesus came on the scene giving people, hey, right. come follow me. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that's how we walk in close fellowship. Yep. Yeah. Without Christ, we can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, guys, this has been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for being a part of our inaugural episode. Can <laughs> we say that? It sounds really important. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and thanks hey, for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank, thank you all for joining us. And uh, just a little bit of a teaser as we move into this week, what we're going to be reading is how things go from bad to worse. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be mentions of a flood, and then there's going to be this guy that comes to onto the scene named Abraham, and God starts making some pretty amazing promises through him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we wanted to take a moment just to say thanks to uh, the River Community Church, who's making this podcast possible. And if you'd like more information on the river, you can find us online at therivercc.com. And hey, we'll see you next Monday on The Word This Week.